Life is hectic, so wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with Factor's chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, they've got a variety that fits your lifestyle. Factor has restaurant-quality meals ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They also have various easy options for the entire day, from breakfast to midday bites, smoothies, and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is a nutritious and delicious experience, and it won't break the bank. You can customize your meals by choosing 6 to 18 per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries anytime to fit your schedule. Factor meals are 100% hassle-free, giving you more time for what matters. Head to factormeals.com slash otherside50 and use the code otherside50 to get 50% off. That's code otherside50 at factormeals.com for 50% off your delicious, hassle-free meals. Hi, my name is Deborah Martin, and I'm a certified research medium with the Winbridge Institute, and I'm an intuitive energy healer. Now, I've had three NDEs, two of which were out-of-body experiences. My first NDE was when Princess Diana died that same night. And I remember being out with a group of girlfriends and watching it on the screen. And when I watched it on the screen, you know, we all kind of were paralyzed at that moment. What just happened? Hours later, when I was ready to get into my friend's car, I had this strong premonition, like, don't get in the car. And all my friends are like, oh, you're just paranoid because you just saw this. And I was a single mom with three kids. And I, there was just this knowingness, don't get in the car. But I proceeded to get into the back seat of a two-door sports car. And as we were driving on the freeway, we were in the slow lane and there was a vehicle in the fast lane. And it was a, a van with no doors, I mean, no windows, I want to say. And I just remember looking at it at that moment, a vision went across my face. It's like, something's going to happen. And I just had, it like went right inside me. And I went, no, not now, not now. I have three kids. And when I said not now, I knew intuitively what I was saying, but my human self didn't really understand. It was just happening so quick. And as I said that, right when I said that, it was a bam, we were hit and we spun and took 40 feet of guardrail out. That then put us into oncoming traffic. His vehicle flew, flipped three times off the freeway. Now, when we were facing oncoming traffic, we couldn't get out of the car and it was terrifying. We were stuck. I remember this gentleman coming to our door out of nowhere, he just appeared. And when he came to the door, he proceeded to open the door. It seemed effortless for him. And he took each one of us one by one and carried us to the embankment. When he carried me to the embankment, he said to me, you're going to be okay and I will see you again. At that moment, I'm like, no, no, no. I was wearing this one ring and it was pushed into my finger and it was bleeding. He took my ring, he put it in his mouth and he bit it so that it would bite, like bend. And what happened at that point, if you try to bend this ring, no one can bend it. Even if you put your whole weight on it, it, it doesn't bend. It's really strong metal. And he handed it to me. He kissed me on the forehead. He walked to the left and he said, I'll see you again. Everything will be okay. 
At that moment, I looked to the right. And when I looked to the right, there was five fire trucks, police cars, and he disappeared. At that moment, I knew something just happened. And that experience opened myself up to my whole spiritual awakening. I started to go to conferences and see what is this all about? Where could that person have come from? So this leads me to a few years later. And a few years later, I was once again driving and I came to a left turn um, embankment. And so I'm going to make a left turn into a, a subdivision. And I'm just sitting there. I have no premonition this time. I'm just sitting there. And out of nowhere, a car came and hit me. And I didn't know it. I didn't feel it. But I saw it. And when I say I saw it, I was now out of my body looking down. And I can remember a strong being being behind me and saying, are you ready? In this deep, loving voice, are you ready? Once again, I knew what those words meant. And I said, no, no, life is too good. My kids need me. And I looked down and I saw this, my car, and I saw another vehicle that was carrying like tractor equipment. So it was a big truck and it was going to come on top of my car and it was going to crush me. So I'm like, but I'm not going to survive that. There's no way I'm going to survive that. But instantly I woke up in the back seat of once was a four door car in the back seat that was two door squished. Everything inside was out into the streets. My seatbelt broke and I'm in this little pocket in the back seat. So this police officer comes to my door with another man. And I hear him saying, ma'am, ma'am, are you okay? We tried to get this, the man that was driving the vehicle off the road. He was in a diabetic seizure and he hit me about 60 miles, 60 to 70 miles an hour. And I remember him looking at this other guy next to him and said, are you okay, sir? And he goes, no, I'm really not. I was driving this truck right here that had the tractor behind it. I don't know what just happened, but something took my steering wheel and put me into the other lane. I should have went over her and crushed her. So he was shaken, but when he said those words, it immediately like downloaded wait a minute, I just saw this. So that opened my mediumship abilities because I knew I heard spirit. I knew I was somewhere else. I knew something existed beyond this being. So I started developing my mediumship. I was hearing spirit. I always heard spirit from the age of four, but I tuned it out because of fear. Now it was like, okay, I need to open this door. And I then went and got tested by Dr. Julie Beichel and Dr. Gary Schwartz to see, you know, is what I'm receiving and hearing and, and feeling from spirit. And I passed their, their rigorous quadruple blind experiment. So you think everything's going to be fine and I'm doing mediumship readings and life is good. I'm now remarried again. And a few years later, I become really sick. And this is hard to say because when I was really, really sick, there comes a part where you lose your dignity. I lost all my bowel control of my bowels. And I was just like, just God, take me. 
I was living in my bedroom in a fetus position in extreme pain as I took even a sip of water or just a tiny bit of taste of a cracker. It felt like I was going through labor. For 24 hours, I'd have to be in that pain. And so I stopped eating. I was down to about 80 pounds and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. So as I continued to pray to God, like, just, just take me. Thinking back, I had children, one that was in third grade that was at, still at home and the other ones were off on their own. But it comes to a point where you're just ready. And one morning, I saw spiritual surgeons enter my room. Now being a medium, I wasn't afraid of what I was seeing. They looked like they were wearing, you know, doctor suits. And I knew that they were here for me, but I didn't know what they were gonna do. They proceeded to start working on my body. And I remember them going into my abdomen, kind of over here near the pancreas. And I remember it being excruciating, just so much pain. And I said, Deborah, you have to go through this pain. You just have to continue to go through it because this is what God is sending to heal you. Well, in order to continue to go through this pain, I, I knew I just had to remove my mind. I had to disconnect from my body. So I took a deep breath like this. And when I took the deep breath and let it out, my body came out. My soul came out of my body, I should say. And what happened at that point is I can remember floating up and up and up. And I came to a stop. And when I stopped, when I looked all around, it was all white. It was like I was just standing on a cloud. I was in no more in pain, but I was just standing there. I'm like, okay, I'm here alone. Now what? And all of a sudden I seen this beautiful being and wearing a robe and the arms were out. Now, what I was seeing was my God. I believe God comes in many forms for us to, to realize who God is. But I knew it was God because I felt this intense amount of unconditional love that we just don't feel here on earth. And now I saw him holding me in his arms like this. And my hair was draped down his, his arms. And I go, wow, I must be sick. He has to carry me. And he carried me to this beam of light. And he placed my body on the beam of light. Next to the beam of light was a coffin. I see this beautiful coffin and it looked like Snow White's beautiful coffin. And I'm like, oh, could I just try it out? But I knew that maybe that was a decision. If I go into that coffin, it's done. So I didn't. God proceeded to take me to this beautiful space. And it was like in a dome. And I said, why do we have to go into the dome? And he said, because we're going into the dome because no one else in the universe can hear what, what we're going to talk about. Like, okay. I wasn't afraid. And I sat down and there was this long piece of paper. And he said it was my lifeline contract. Okay. Well, I didn't read all of it. I just read the bottom part. And the bottom part said that I would be healthy. I'd be a voice. And it just went to proceed to go on to sign this and God said well I can reverse this and you can you need to go back and I said but can I see my parents first and he's like no if you see your parents you'll never go back I said but okay well can I stay here for a while because I'm not in any pain he's like no you need to go back you have a new mission and a new duty right now and I was like okay I knew if I went back 
I was going to be healthy again. So I remember signing the contract and God said, I'm going to sign this contract with you. So we were taking an oath together. And he said, remember this date, 121.12. All numbers are reversible and so is this. You were on borrowed time. So I proceeded to go back. And when I went back, I could feel myself floating back down. And then when it when I went into my body, it felt like it just ha- was like a wave, like getting back in. And I can remember as if I was held underwater. I was <gasps> like that, taking my first breath. And I said, what happened just now? What just happened? The spiritual surgeons were no longer in the room. I was there alone. And I was just processing what I saw, what I felt, was it real? I thought, I better get a pen and paper right now because I don't know if I'm going to remember this. And I can tell you, when something like that happens, you never forget it. So from that, it took me about six months to heal. I trusted in God's words. But by trusting in God's words meant that I had to walk in what my oath meant. And what that meant was I was going to be a healer. I was going to use my mediumship abilities and my healing abilities and combine them. I didn't know how that looked. I started doing healing on different people. And it was the day that I healed, or I should say God healed, because I'm just the instrument and vessel, Hodgkin's lymphoma of the spine and the brain. Within five days, he had 2% chance of survival with the most intense chemo and radiation, and he was healed. I can remember going to my former husband and telling him, and he said, why you? I said, I, I, I don't know. I just, I was chosen and I need to do this work. Well, in order to do this work, that was too big for him. So I had to lose everything, everything, everything that was stable in my life, I had to lose. I look back at that and I know that God was molding me to stand in this truth and how, how much does this mean to me? So in my healing abilities, in my healing sessions, I should say, private or group, they're fascinating. So what happens is I'll take somebody's picture, you're anywhere in the world. Some people tell me what they're dealing with, some people don't tell me anything at all. I become your proxy for that session and I allow God to use me as his instrument and vessel to heal. That word voice, I will be your voice. I thought that meant my mediumship. It meant that the words that are gonna come through me, I have no idea what they mean, but you will know exactly what they mean because God knows you and those words are meant for you. And I can give you an explanation after I share exactly what I go through in a healing session. So I'll see spiritual surgeons come into the room just like I did when they came for me. They'll be wearing the mask. Sometimes there's more than one because there's a lot of things going on into the body that needs to be healed. I'll see nurses come into the room. And what's interesting with the nurses, sometimes, Sometimes they make noise and I'm talking with my eyes closed the entire time, what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling, what they're doing. Sometimes I have um, out of body experiences where I'm taking people on spiritual journeys to greet with loved ones on the other side or have a conversation with God. There's so much that's involved in one session, but when the nurse makes a noise, it takes me like it interrupts me. And at that moment, I'm like, really? And I used to get annoyed and I would see the nurse go, sorry. But what's fascinating is I hear it. I hear whether it's a tool that's dropped on the floor, whether it's a door that they opened to do a cabinet to get the tools. 
I hear it physically. And so then I voice it on the recording and my client can hear it too. They're like, yes, I heard that. It's absolutely fascinating. So I'm connecting with the doctors. I'm connecting with the surgeons, the surgeons, the doctors, the nurses, and God. And sometimes a loved one will also come into the room. I'll see this one session. I could remember seeing the daughter come and hold her mother's hand. Now her mother lived in, in the UK and I'm in Arizona. And when she listened to the recording, she saw her daughter, she heard her daughter, and she felt her daughter hold her hand. And you just, some of the stuff that, that comes through, you just can't make it up. It's like, it feels sometimes like I'm watching a movie, watching a movie right in front of my eyes. So I'll give you an example. There was a woman that was very, very sick of cancer. She didn't even know if she's going to make it to the healing session, which is all distance. They're all remote. I'm never on the camera with you. You're in your sacred space. I'm in mine. And sometimes you'll, they'll receive the exact same thing I'm receiving. So if I get administered medicine, they might feel exhausted sleeping. I can't move. I can't even move my head. And it makes it real for them. They're like, I can't deny that. They might be crying the entire time. They might fall asleep the whole time. They might feel energy going through their body. So this woman sitting and resting while she's having her session. During her session, the vision that came through is I saw her standing in front of God and God is going to talk to her. At the same time, I saw this mirror in front of her and this mirror showed a little girl. And at first I'm like, well, who's that little girl? And then I knew it was her. And God goes, when you were seven years old, your mother was dying and your dad was really angry with you. And your dad took you outside and he shot your puppies that you just had in front of your eyes. Now, I'm voicing what I'm seeing and the visions I get. And that's the one thing you have to remember is I have to trust everything I say. So even when I'm finished with the session like this, I'm like, whoa, that's deep. And now I'm going to send this to her and she's going to listen to this. So she listens and I get the email back from her and she's like, Deborah, I forgot. I kind of suppressed this all. I forgot that this happened to me. But yes, everything you described is exactly what happened to me at that same age. And that was the root issue. And she was healed and she's still hiking and enjoying her life. So the things that come through are just miraculous. Though it might be a session where I took this little boy and he went to the pasture and God brought a dog to come play with him. And so while his body was being healed, he was playing with this dog. So months later, after the boy is healed, he gets a dog that was born that looks just like the dog in heaven. And he was able to have that dog come to him on his next birthday. So these things that are so profound and just happening Every single day when I go into a session, I never know what I'm going to see. But what I'm seeing is so 
miraculous. It's like well, I get to go watch a movie and see what's going to trans transcribe right in front of me. Now, sessions can be also very, very hard. I feel their pain. So if the doctor is working in this area and while that little boy's off um, healing and playing in the pasture, my body has to feel what they're taking out. And that's a gift because if I feel where the surgeons are working, I don't deny what's taking place, but I voice everything. So I voice what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling, the visions I'm seeing. And when God enters the room, it's like I instantly begin to cry. It's as if you just are embraced inside and out with this incredible amount of love. And I get the chills even talking about it. It feels so good. And when I voice things to, to my clients, excuse me, I'm starting to feel the energy. I'm <laughs> burping. What's happening to my clients? When they listen to it, they often feel exactly what I'm feeling. There was once this one session where this woman was, was dying and she only had weeks to live. And I said, well, God, what do I do? Can I really, can, can we heal her? And at that point, you don't question. You just say, well, it's not up to me. I'm only the instrument. In that session, it was very, very painful. I can remember the spiritual surgeons working in her bile duct area, and I, I physically felt like I was gonna throw up bile. What I learned later was at that same time I was that I was gonna throw up bile, she was throwing up bile. She had bile duct cancer. And she was healed of an emotional um, pain that she carried all of her life. And she emailed me and said, the emotional pain that you spoke of that healed me was far greater than healing my cancer. Thank you. So who would have known? And that's the beauty of having the mediumship and having the healing abilities and combining them. Because what's out there for us all to see, we can all tap into that frequency. We can all tap into speaking to spirit, feeling God's presence, having that relationship. You don't have to be any religion, have any beliefs. You just have to feel it in your heart. Most of us, we come from our brain. We start trying to think it, is this real? If you just let the mind go, put it aside and just trust with your heart and feel it with your heart. There's so much there for you and waiting there for you. Your loved ones are there. They're, they, they're always with you, whether you hear them, see them, feel them, or even if you don't. Just know that they're always there. I can tell you that each one of my near-death experiences have led me to where I am today. And for that, I am very grateful and feel blessed to have gone through them. So some of my biggest hardships have become my biggest blessings. And I'm just so honored to be the vessel and the instrument as a healer and a medium to people all around the world. So when I do a group healing, People join as one. And so I'm going to have all the pictures around me. And the words that come through, I say, please listen to them as if they're they're yours. And your entire body will be, be touched. What's beautiful about that is a lot of times God will come through and take us all on a spiritual journey and there'll be a strong message for that group. And I've had several people join every group for a year because they're like, okay, what's next month's message going to be? And that's the beauty of the group sessions is it just keeps 
giving and giving and giving. And a lot of people like to come to the groups because they feel like healing can be a process. They want me to be a, a part of their healing process. And then I started this community called Army for Love. Army for Love is a community where you can come on and speak to me about what's happening in your world. And everybody that's on this Zoom, it's free. It's once a month on Tuesdays. And what we do is we, we're there to hold each other's hand, to walk through the pain and to support one another with no judgments. We become each other's army and we put love into action. So I'm so excited to share these, my three NDEs and um, I wouldn't be who I am without having those experiences. Oh